Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Saucy in a good way, baby. That was uh, that was not how my weekend went. I can tell you that. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Friday night. <laughs> gaps. Saturday felt like crap. It was crappy outside. Watched a ton of college football. Ate poorly. Didn't get saucy. Everyone else did. And then Sunday was just work around baby. Starting way before 9.30 in the morning when we had breakfast in London again for a third consecutive week. Can we please stop? Can we please stop? Please. I, I, I love football. 12 hours of football is enough. I don't need 15. Don't need 15. Can we please stop with these stupid London games? Please. Uh, we're going to take a break and get a couple of weeks of rest, and then we're going to load up in November again in Frankfurt. Ugh. Brutal. And then the commanders got a little saucy. Yeah. While I wasn't getting saucy, maybe you were. Maybe all the Commanders fans that made the pilgrimage down to Hotlanta. Left hand up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had a left hand up. They had a right hand up. And they put their right foot in. And they did the hokey pokey. Because they had the left hand up, the right hand up, the right foot in. uh, and, And that represented every one of the takeaways that they generated. Okay, that made no sense. But you get my point. I mean, if left hand up and who are we, the commanders, is a song that we're going to accept, we can still do the damn hokey pokey, can't we? Oh, by the way, if they didn't do the damn hokey pokey yesterday, they didn't win and they don't win. And that's the negative that comes out of today or yesterday is, oh my God, what would happen if Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith, who's generally held in pretty high regard, weren't the ones making the decisions on and off the field yesterday afternoon. What would happen if that's the case? Well, glad you asked, boys and girls. You know what would happen? Last Thursday night would happen. The Sunday before that in Philadelphia would happen. The Sunday before that against Buffalo would happen. If Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter weren't making the decisions. And of course, that is to the credit, to some degree, maybe a large degree, of the Washington Commanders. You have to have people make terrible decisions but you have to be able to make them pay for it. And not only did they make them pay for it in terms of actually generating takeaways, three, including on the game's last significant play, 
Jamin Davis. And a couple of minutes before that, Benjamin St. Just in the end zone and Kendall Fuller. But they also really, we talk about this all the time, with so many teams going for it on fourth down, and Ron went for it on fourth down early in the game and they made it. Arthur Smith went for it on fourth down, did not make it. Cameron Curl blew it up. And the commanders went right down the field and double made them pay. Now, it doesn't get counted as a takeaway. It does not get counted as a takeaway. But it is every bit the same, especially when you make them pay by scoring yourself off of a fourth down stop. Fourth and three, Arthur Smith ain't going to go for it then, Ron takes a timeout, which, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what Coach Sheehan thought. I didn't hear that on his good take, bad, and the ugly thing. Uh, I didn't love Ron taking the timeout there because, because it gave Arthur Smith a chance to recalibrate, and he decides to go for it, which actually worked out in the commander's favor because Cam Curl Jump Bijan Robinson, and they telegraph that in, in in ways, right? And and the commanders stop it, and that's great. But in the moment when Ron takes the timeout after Arthur Smith sends out the field goal unit, I'm like, no, no, don't, don't, don't go timeout. Don't give them a chance to think about it. And actually, it worked out in Ron's favor. I didn't love the decision in the moment. I gotta be honest. And I don't kill Ron for everything like Coach Sheehan does and like you guys do. I didn't love the decision in the moment to call the timeout by Ron to give them a chance to recalibrate because I thought for sure, here's what's going to happen. Fourth and three, they're going to play their uh, corners in a seven-yard cush zone. Uh, you know, the safeties are going to be in Alpharetta, Georgia, and uh, will and 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 uh, and Cody Barton is going to you know be on the uh, on the express train uh, to Georgia Tech. And they're going to give up a softy to Kyle Pitts or B. John Robinson. Or Drake London, for good measure. Or Mac Collins. Which they gave on several third and eights and third and nines early in the game. So I'm thinking, oh, fourth and three, this is easy pickings. And instead, my guy Cam Curl. Woo, pig suey, baby! Jumps it. And then the Commandalorians think they Dial up a big play to Jahan Dotson. Hello, Jahan. Hi. Hey, bud. Uh, hi, Jahan. Jahan, year two in the NFL. We need you, buddy. We need you. We need you. Please catch the ball when it's thrown to you. The one target you got, it was a little bit high. Got to catch that. That's part of the reason why you were drafted at 16 overall. You have a wide catch radius. You made those catches in State College. I know you can make those catches. Hey, bud, need you to catch that? That's a touchdown. And somehow, some way, somehow, some way, the commanders recover from that by converting again on their own fourth and one. I think that was at like the Atlanta, uh, maybe the Atlanta 45-ish. And then they go in for a touchdown. Now that was the Curtis football. Wait, what was that, man? That would be one of the NFL ads that just loves to play. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotta love that. That was on the Curtis Samuel um, touchdown. The seven-yard touchdown pass uh, from Sam. To make it 17-7. So, again, it worked out in favor of the commanders, clearly. But, man, they don't get that done without the turnover that people aren't thinking of. Okay? And what I mean by that is... Uh, and let, let me just make sure. Yeah. 
So what I mean by that is they take over on downs at the Washington 48. So it's only 52 yards to drive. So it's a short field. Okay. Again, risky decision by Arthur Smith. He was going to send out his field goal unit. Now, it would have been a long field goal, right? It would have been a really long field goal, field goal. But Koo is a really good kicker, and you're indoors. But it would have been a really long field goal. And instead, Arthur Smith changed his mind. Ron Rivera took, in my opinion, an ill-advised timeout, gave them the opportunity and then the commanders get what, again, should be a considered a fourth takeaway or a fourth turnover by Atlanta, convert on fourth down themselves on the drive, and then score. And that's where this game, I don't want to say began to change because that made it 17-7. That's not where the game changed. I mean, clearly the commanders were good on offense in the first half. But without that turnover on downs, without that stop by Cam Curl, without Ron going for it on fourth and one from the Atlanta 43, again, too long to trust Joey Sly. I know he's got the leg, 60 yards, Not going to happen, not with this operation. Not with this operation. So I had no problem. I mean, it's kind of in no man's land. They run a little read option. Sam Howell gets three yards. uh, Actually, it was four yards. Inside the Atlanta 40, and they keep the possession going. Then they go back to the run. Gibson rips off nine, doesn't fumble somehow. And then Sam dials up Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think that was a little corner route against A.J. Terrell, if I'm not mistaken. 18 yards there, two plays later. You throw in a penalty by Atlanta, and then Curtis Samuel goes in for the seven-yard touchdown. After, again, the fourth-and-one zone read conversion, after the fourth-down stop by the defense. Listen, again, the game didn't start to change there, but that sequence right then and there, is ultimately why they win this game. Ultimately why they win this game. Because if Atlanta converts on that fourth and three, they probably get at least three points out of that possession, maybe seven, who knows. Then, instead of a 10-7 game, let's just say they do score a touchdown, you're down 14-10, say they score a field goal, it's 10-10, And then, ultimately, if the game plays out the way it did, say they scored a field goal after that, after that converted fourth down uh, attempt, say they convert the field goal, then they're only down 24-19, then a touchdown, you can lose. And who knows if other decisions would have been made differently, i.e. the possession inside the 10, which ends up in the end zone on Benjamin St. Juice's interception. And then on top of that, if you think about it, right, where does Jamin Davis's interception come? Jamin Davis's interception happens on a third and one, so a third down stop, a takeaway, but on an interception at the Washington 26. So again, if let me repeat, these are the way these games go. If Atlanta kicks a field goal after that fourth down stop or after that fourth and three in the second quarter, if Atlanta kicks a field goal, they have three more points. Maybe they score a touchdown, who knows? But let's just say they kick a field goal. They have three more points. Maybe they go for another field goal. Earlier in the fourth quarter, again, the possession that was a disaster that winds up in St. Juice's hands. And by the way, how many freaking big plays does St. Juice make in and around the goal line? The interception yesterday. And by the way, you'll get this nowhere because I, I, I don't remember a lot of things, but I have a photographic memory with some things. The interception in the end zone yesterday. The two-point conversion stop where maybe he committed a penalty in Denver to end the game. The stop at the goal line 
Last year in Chicago on Thursday Night Football, the interception against Ikerky and Justin Jefferson in the back of the end zone against Minnesota, Minnesota, last year. That's at least four. Oh, plus there was two breakups on third down in the end zone week three against Philadelphia last year. And I know Benjamin St. Juice wasn't great at times yesterday. He's going to get beat from time to time, but he makes big-time plays in the end zone and around the end zone. And that, for me, means I will let him get away with more stuff elsewhere because he has a pension. He has a knack for making big-time plays when this team needs to make big-time plays. But maybe if they convert that fourth down, maybe the decision-making on Arthur Smith is a little bit different. Maybe they're a little bit more conservative, whatever. Maybe they kick another field goal instead of going for Who knows? The bottom line is, Jamin Davis rips off that last pass at the 26-yard line. They were obviously driving. They were picking up chunks and chunks of yards. And Davis anticipates it, jumps it, Rips it, smells it. He himself helps them win a second game this year by a defensive takeaway. This one, in my opinion, bigger than even the last one. Sure, the last one turned around the Denver game. This one saved this game. Because again, if Atlanta and Bijan catches that pass, he's streaking. And might score, who knows? Or at least gets inside the 20, inside the 15. I don't know exactly where he would have wound up. But he was on the move. And Jamin was hip to hip. And he absolutely plucked it. Because he jumped it and he anticipated it and he knew it. Good film study, good tendency study. And... Again, if Bijan catches that, or if Jamin doesn't catch that, now it's fourth and one if he doesn't catch it. But if Bijan catches it, he's off to the races. And maybe Atlanta is in a position to tie. Down eight, they score a touchdown. Who knows? They still had 25 seconds left, even if that play doesn't work out. But say they score a touchdown, maybe make the two-point conversion, and you've got a 24-24 game. If they didn't decide stupidly to go for two twice when there was unnecessary, when they were only down by eight earlier in the game, maybe, just maybe, we're talking about a different result. That was after they made it 24-16 with 12.38 left to go in the fourth quarter. They're down by eight. They go for the two-point conversion instead of being down by seven. Saying, ah, all right, you know what? We're down by eight. We'll have to make the two-point, at, you know, maybe at some point, what have you. They go for it, get a pass interference call, get one yard closer to decide, no, nah, we're not going to play it safe. We're still going to go for it. And Khalid Hudson and Jonathan Allen just blow it up, keeping the deficit at eight, and that was what the final score was. So, again, even if the Commanders would have yielded that game-tying touchdown late, they still would have needed a two-point conversion, Atlanta, because they were so greedy earlier in the fourth quarter. Ultimately, defensive takeaways, again, three that count as takeaways, one that may have saved the season. That doesn't count as a takeaway. One that fueled not only a big defensive stop, but also, also the ultimate damage, the ultimate dagger. That's we stop you from scoring, turn you over on downs, and then we step on your throat and score ourselves. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And make it 17-7. Again, Lost in the sauce because of how bad the offense was in the second half. Lost because of how bad Arthur Smith and the quarterback Desmond Ritter were. Lost in all of that. That sequence may have saved the commander season. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Let's talk about it with you. 
on the Ace Law listener lines. In a rec, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. That's 8888-ACE-LAW. Call us, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. The Commandalorians get a big win, 3-3 three and three on the road by any means. Not a pretty win, but a win is a win. Now, can they win a game by any other means? That's the important question moving forward. We'll tackle that throughout the day, and we'll rewind on a season-saving performance. Three and three. Three and three at the six-game mark of a 17-game grind at the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium this Sunday. Ugh. You know how Kevin does the smell test? I, 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 I smell disappointment already. I smell disappointment on the Jersey Turnpike. Eh. I don't want to be such a bad guy, but I smell disappointment already looming. Time to talk to you next on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thoughts right here on a Motown Monday as we just get rocking and rolling, and then we'll get to you on the phones. I thought the commanders on offense started out just fine. Quick drops, quick game. They didn't do what I wanted them to do up tempo by design. That was a little disappointing, but they got a field goal out of it. The reason why they got a field goal out of it was again because there was a big sack, a coverage sack uh, that Sam Howell. Stepped right up into Grady Jarrett. I mean, there was nowhere to go with the ball, but again, Sam Howell's got to find a way to safely get rid of it. He knows that. That led to the Joey Sly field goal because, again, they put themselves in third and 16 after a couple of third and uh, one third and nine. Um, yeah, there was one third and nine and a third and eight, which they actually converted to Samuel. And um, and that was for 17. But they started early. They got Terry involved early. They ran the ball decently enough. Again, quick drops, quick out. And even though it bogged down a little bit, it just felt like, okay, all right. But then the big disappointment for me, I, I'm sitting here talking about the defensive takeaways, and there's no doubt that those were crucial. 
once again, once again, they get carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey on the first drive. It's happened now. Three games in a row at Philly, right after they scored a touchdown. Boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, it's 7-7 opening drive. Last week against Chicago, they should have given up four touchdowns on the same drive. They only gave up one because that's the only one that was legal and allowed. <laughs> but they should have given up four on the same drive. And this has just been a problem with Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio since the moment they got here. The very first game of their tenure here. Carson Wentz cut them up. The next year, Justin Herbert and the Chargers killed them. The last year, last year Jacksonville should have scored a touchdown. They only kicked a field goal. But they had Travis Etienne who burned Jamin Davis on a wheel route in the end zone. And, tra- and, and he didn't catch it. I mean, you know. I think Trevor Lawrence overthrew it slightly. And there's been plenty of other games where they have given up a first drive touchdown. And Denver earlier this year, Denver did whatever they wanted to do on the first drive. I mean, just absolutely ambush them in every predictable way. And I just cannot for the life of me figure out why this team, and specifically the defense, never seems ready to play on the first drive. I mean, of course, from time to time, they actually don't allow a touchdown from time to time. But it is just mind-boggling. And that was the disappointment of the first half was – You know, you get a field goal, decent opening drive. You feel a little bit good about yourself. And then, boom, they come right down. the. I mean, just cut you down. And before you know it, you're down 7-3. to Now, the offense, again, bounces back. That's great. That's awesome. And the defense did settle down, as we talked about. But, man, alive. Just super disappointing. If they don't get the Jamison Crowder big, huge punt return, by the way, I was wrong about special teams. I'll raise my hand. Special teams was arguably the reason why they won. I thought it was going to be a disaster without Jeremy Reeves, against Corderell Patterson, Koo, on the road. I was wrong. I'll wear it. Jamison Crowder rips off the 61-yard punt return which sets up the Antonio Gibson touchdown uh, after the little jet toss pitch to Curtis Samuel. And boom, boom, boom. The offense, again, gives you something to be hopeful about and puts you up 10-7. And then we just talked about that last sequence ending in the Samuel seven-yard crossing route touchdown after the fourth down conversion, after the fourth down stop. And then there was the second half where the offense absolutely sucked. And guys, let me tell you something. This team is just not going to win any more games. Any more games with second half offense like we saw yesterday and without generating four takeaways. So if that's the formula to win a game, meaning... Nothing on offense in an entire half and generating four takeaways. Never mind against good teams. We know that's not going to work. Against bad teams or against eh teams like the Falcons, the Giants, it ain't going to work every time like that. And that's kind of the problem. I don't want to be critical, but the reality tells us That because they don't sustain offense and their defense still gives up way too much for way too long, that if they don't get a dummy operating the system, making the calls, the decisions, and executing what is called, if they don't get that, then they don't have a chance almost. And that's where I'm kind of like, eh. Still very much worried about this team at 3-3. Three and three. All right, let's take a quick timeout for the trending alert, and then I promise I'll shut up your phone calls the rest of the way. Jay Gruden at 2.30, Ron Rivera at 3, right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app.
Not as the Commanders obviously get to 3-3. Three and three. They head to the New York Giants and MetLife Stadium this Sunday to try and get back over 500. The Giants losing a heartbreaker in Orchard Park, New York, last night to the Buffalo Bills, a game that the Giants clearly should have won. That game coming up next Sunday from East Rutherford at 1 o'clock. Ron Rivera again at 3, Jay Gruden at 2.30, plus your calls to break it all down. Meanwhile, Monday night football tonight right here on the Team 980. It is the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers who are getting healthy, getting Derwin James, getting Austin Eckler, Bosa's expected to play, so the Chargers getting right after the bye week, and maybe they'll be serving up the Dallas Cowboys on a silver platter. Caps off to a disappointing season opener on Friday night against Sidney Crosby and the Penguins, a 4-0 shutout. A couple of days off to retool, get ready for the Calgary Flames, who come into Capital One Arena tonight at 7 o'clock. Darcy Kemper going to make the start and his season debut after his wife delivered a child on uh, Friday, which caused him to miss the season opener, and that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella. The mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it is a Motown Victory Monday right here on the Team 980. Good to have you with us. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines in a rec. Ace Law, I hope you get a check call. 8888-ACE-LAW. Tell my guy Eric that the rooster in Team 980 sent you. 8888 Ace Law. And you call us, 301-230-0980, as uh, a bunch of you have. We'll get right out to you right here, right now. Uh, let's get to, uh, why, don't we st- uh, why don't we do something rare? We're going to start the show in the leadoff spot on a victory Monday with Paulie. What up, Paulie? Yeah, yeah, hell to the W. You know, man, I'm playing Ricky Henderson, man. Start out in the leadoff, made a home run with There you him. go. There you like go. man Ricky yeah. Henderson used to do. Can you, you know I mean? can you do that that snatch snare catch that he used to do with his glove out in the outfield? Sure you know when, Yeah, you you can do that. Uh, See, hey, I, man, if I if I hey, did that, Paulie, it would hit me in the forehead. Hey man, hey, growing up, baseball was my first love, man. I was the best. I was the best center on, on the 13-14 league. Man. Same here, brother. I bet you I could blow. I bet you I could blow you away, though, man. I. I can hurl it. Pause. Nah, you couldn't, bro. You couldn't, bro. I, I I just throw people out from center field. Get out of here, man. And, and I was and I was a backup pitcher. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I had the cannon on here. I got the cannon on my right arm, man. Well, congratulations. Look, and, 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 and like Ricky Henderson, I also forget uh, two years later that I played with you. Pause. <laughs> Remember John Olerud? He played yeah. with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the match. <laughs> And he didn't know he played with him. Yeah. He was like, yeah, dude, we played together for three seasons. Hey, but look, anyways, man, uh, look, you put a smile on my face. You talk about Ricky Henderson, you put a smile on my face because I ain't happy. I'm not happy at all about this game. But I'll start out with some positive stuff. You know, Jameson Crowder told you he was better than Dax Mill. You know what I mean? He's been doing a serviceable job since he's been with us. You know, that's like the second or first one he took. For that distance, but like the second or third one, he got some good yardage on. You know, what I mean, the Gunners. I've been, I've been wanting to say that earlier in the season. Well, past couple of weeks, like you know, past the season's past. The person who held down that Gunners, Gunners job, we've been doing a pretty good on, on on punt coverage with Cam Sims. Now they didn't sign Cam Sims back, and then they were struggling early on with the Gunners. You know, what I mean, so it was good to see them finally get some guys out there that 
actually was getting down the field and, and making a difference. You know what I mean? So I give that as, as the two positives. Uh, outside of that, man, I ain't seen nothing I, I, I ain't like I, that I like, man. Look, they only played, they only showed up for the first half. You know what I mean? You, you, you can't credit the, the defense too much because they gave up a whole bunch. You know, if we played against a competent quarterback, that's a loss. Yep. Period. I agree. Played against a competent quarterback, competent quarterback, it's a loss. Period. And then I heard you earlier say, well, why we keep coming out and giving out the, the first drive, teams going right down the pitch? Because we're never ready to play. And it comes down to what I always say about Ron Rivera. I know you keep saying it's the player's job to be ready to play. It's the coach's job to make sure that they are ready to play. And it's and I, 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 I say it to our blue in the face. This team takes on the identity of his coach. And Ron Rivera never seems to have any type of sense of urgency. I give him credit for one thing in the post-game, uh, 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 post-game conference. He didn't look too happy, as he should. That should be his demeanor for the rest of the season. I ain't happy about this game, win or lose. Because I'll tell you right now, after four years of Ron Rivera, and we going into week seven, week seven next week, week six, week seven next week, I, don't, I can't tell you which direction this team is going in. We're chasing our tail. We're in the tailspin. And one last thing, man. I don't want to hear a whole bunch of phone calls, all right, about Sam Howe holding on to the ball too long. And the offensive line is bad. All right, we know the offensive line is not that good. And we know Sam Howe holds the ball too long. All right, the, you can tell the, the man is still thinking while he's playing. That's why he holds the ball on too long. Because you can see times when he thinks he should run and he hesitates. And then he tries to well maybe I get make a uh, make a play downfield and then he tries to run and he gets sacked. When you're not thinking and you just playing, when you realize nobody open, you take off. He hesitates. He does a lot of hesitation when he don't have nobody open, is because he's still thinking when he's playing. The game is still moving fast for him. You let the man work through this stuff, you know what I mean, and, and, and let the game slow down for him, and then you'll see him not take them hits. You'll see He'll not hold on to the ball that long. But if I hear, uh, I haven't heard this all day yet. I've been hearing this all day. I'm tired of hearing it. He holding the ball. To, we know this. And we know the offensive line is bad. T- tell me something else. All right? Ron is my trigger, man. Hell to the W. All right, that's fair. Good call, Paulie. Thanks for getting us started. 301-230-0980. Listen, on some of the, look, unmistakable. There was nowhere to go with the ball. He's he's either got to do what he did on that one last third down late in the game where he just threw it into the ground where they were trying to kind of set up a screen. Or, to Paulie's point, right, don't hesitate. Like, you'll see a lot of the times that where, where he's climbing the pocket a little bit. When he, when he senses he's in trouble, he climbs the pocket a little bit, but it's almost like he's unsure. Like, to Paulie's point, take off. Rip it and run. That's what he's done from time to time, but he hasn't done it enough, which is why he gets sacked. And again, there's no really good receiving group, it seems, that gets blanketed more than this one. I don't know what it is, man, but a lot of these sacks, a lot of these plays, Jay pointed it out a couple of weeks ago with us, a lot of them are like, they are hip to hip on these guys. I, you know, I mean, it happens. It happened some. I mean, it happened to San Francisco yesterday a couple, uh, a bunch of times. It happens, but it shouldn't happen seemingly as much as it does. All right, let's get one more in here. Then we'll take a timeout, reset. Uh, let's go to Chuck in South Carolina, listening on Odyssey, uh, on the Odyssey app. I should say, what up, Chuck? How are you? Hey, what's up, Chris? Chuck, what's going this on? This is Victory Monday. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm going to take a different approach on my call uh, because, first of all, I'm going to apologize to my Washington commanders because I sold my tickets. Uh-huh. I ain't going to lie. They made, they pissed me off so bad last Thursday I didn't even go to the game. And Wait, I apologize. So, so but, you, had, you had bought tickets specifically for this game, or do you have season – you don't have season tickets for the Falcons, obviously. No, no, no. No, because I live in South Carolina, right, it was right. a short drive to Atlanta. I just – but anyway, uh, I'm I'm so happy for the win because being a fan and, and 
51 and, lo- and loving this team, it's, it's hard to get a win. So I'm not even going to bash them today. I'm just going to be grateful for this victory. We're 3-3. Three three. We're in the mix. And I feel like the players and the coaches, they know they got to do better. So me saying everything that everybody else saying, it, it don't mean nothing. But I will say this. I don't like the way the game was officiated yesterday, all those petty calls especially with the – we had so much heat on the on their quarterback mm-hmm. and that little petty rough in the passer, and then you turn around, they sack our quarterback. Clearly, Ford progress is, is stopped, and then Grady Jarrett comes and jumps on top of the pile, and we don't get no penalty. So I just think the NFL clearly doesn't like this franchise or something. I mean, I don't know what it is but well listen chuck i'll just i'll just point this out when you watch games around the league you just see uh, so many bad calls or shaky or questionable calls i don't think it's the league doesn't like the commanders or whatever i think it's just quite honestly the officials call what they think they see not what they actually see in in too many cases in too many cases it's like oh i think i see I think I see holding. I think I see a late hit. Not Now, I didn't have the problem with the Cody Barton one as much as everyone else did. I mean, he leaps and he makes contact with the top of Desmond Ritter's helmet. Uh, listen, right. I mean, is it ticky-tack? Sure. But by the letter of the law and, again, perception sometime being greater than reality – uh, that's going to get called. That's just going to get called when you're leaping in the air and coming down and hitting the quarterback well, on top not- of the head. But you know the play I'm talking about, though. Why not call that well, personal foul on Grady? Jerry? I, I, again, I, I I do understand, and I do know. I I remember the play. What I, what I guess what I'm saying is they're not all going to be called at an exactly equal level because again, you're depending on human error. You're not having, you know, you're not having a computerized uh, system. You know, basically like you see in tennis, where the computer right. decides. Uh, whether a uh, you know a ball is inbounds or out of bounds or what have you, right? Or uh, you know you yeah. have all these different replay systems where it is computer generated. You're still depending on human beings to call and see everything. And again, when you say, "Well, an eye for an eye," I, I, listen. I mean, I, they're going to miss calls. We all understand that. No human being is perfect. The problem is, is when one team feels like they were screwed. But I, I, I real I, I didn't have as big of an issue with the officiating yesterday as some others did, and as apparently you did. Uh, I mean, I'll say that. Yeah. Like I just didn't. So yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit here right, and. But I'm happy. Know. I'm happy for the win, though. That's that's that's. I don't want to hold you up. Get to some more calls, but I am happy for the win because, like I said, it's hard to win in the NFL, and you know how I. We just, you never know which. Washington team is going to show up. We did great in the first half. We held on for the victory, and I don't want to rain on on our parade. This is a we'll we'll talk about all that tomorrow. I appreciate you. <laughs> you thank, yeah, no, no, yeah, good, no, uh, no problem. Uh, thank you, Chuck. Appreciate it. Always good to hear from you. All right, we will get to Ray and Frederick, Jason in Omaha, Eddie in Centerville, John in Oklahoma. Some of the usuals coming up. If you want to squeeze in, we'll get to you. We'll try and push as many you know new callers or uh, I guess non-regular callers is how we'll kind of label it. We'll try and push you through to the front of the line, get you up so we can get some different voices in. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines on a victory Monday. The Commanders improve to 3-3, three and three, baby. Once again, you can print those playoff tickets. Or... Maybe you shouldn't open that email on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, good to have you with us right here at Team 980. Right back to the calls on this Victory Monday. Let's get Ray and Frederick in here on a Monday. What up, Ray? How are you? Good morning. Afternoon, sir. How are you? Doing good, Ray. Thank What's going on? My call. Yeah, thanks for making it. So, you know, win's a win. We'll take it. And the best way to think about it is I'm still learning, you know, uh, it's going to have its fault, but we'll take 
this fault because they're uh, rectable and they're just with experience. No one's going to be perfect, right? Because, you know, like, for example, Brock Purdy had his horrible game, basically, of last since he started. So, you know, Sam hasn't really had a horrible game since, I guess, the um, Buffalo game, but... Well, he he's he's had one he's had one awful game against the Bills, but he hadn't had a bad game on the road right. yet. Is your point? I think. I mean, he's been he's been yeah. like, you know, he didn't put up huge numbers in terms of passing yards yesterday, and the offense was not good in the second half. That was some on Sam, not all on Sam. But my point is, overall, so, uh, so far through three starts on the road, he's been pretty darn good as a rookie plus. Yes, it, it, the problem is, is the the entire Buffalo game and the first half of the Chicago game were so bad that it really does kind of level out. And the Arizona game wasn't good, quite honestly. It kind of levels out some of his success so far. And the only Danny that matters is Danny Johnson. The other Danny's gone. I'm so happy about that. More I think about it. Thank you. I, uh, you're, I'm, I'm starting to lose you. I appreciate the phone call, Ray. Sorry, I didn't quite understand uh, what he said. Something about the only thing that he's happened about, Matt. I don't know if you heard uh, exactly, but the phone was getting a little wonky. Only there. one Danny's around, and he's happy about that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Danny Johnson. <laughs> no more, no more of the other Danny boy. Let's squeeze in uh, another one here before the uh, top of the hour. Let's get to uh, Eddie in Centerville, who was. Eddie, what were you annoyed with yesterday that I said? Uh, was was it the 49ers? Or, there was something that you were annoyed with. I can't remember now, though. I don't know, man. Half of your tweets annoy me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for taking my No problem. A call. Uh, yeah, I actually called in because I heard your uh, your – your your diatribe earlier this earlier in this my, in this hour about how diatribe. you were disappointed about the defense and you were disappointed <laughs> with what happened, but yeah, because I mean, dude, let's be honest here. We have no linebackers that are that vicious. This defense is dependent on a defensive line, and if the defensive line doesn't get there, then it's hands in the air. And they didn't really get there yesterday, and so far we were and we were that we were without our 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 safeties, right? So well, without, we well, without, and, well, without uh, Derek Forrest, yeah. Forrester, right? So, I mean, I mean, Jeremy Reeves doesn't really play safety. So, Forrest, Forrest, I, I'm, yeah. yeah. So, like, what? Well, I mean, I meant defensive right. backs. I'm sorry. Yeah. So we were, we were, we were, we were a little shorthanded. Right. Right. So my whole point is, you you have got to be happy. The defense did. The defense did what you had. They blitzed nonstop. Really, they had Hudson involved. Like you. Like what do you want? Like this. This defense is built on defensive line. That's pretty much it. No, they made like, some. They, a, they made some Niners, changes. Have, they, you know, a sick yeah. linebacker in, in every level. We have a. We have a sick defensive player. Right. No, they made some changes yesterday. I mean, listen. The notion so, like, that they're not making like, why adjustments. Were you like? I, well, because here, because here, here's what I, um, I'm saying. I'm saying it was a good job by the defense ultimately to create the takeaways and the turnovers. I, I highlighted the one that they really created, okay, that I didn't think was a terrible throw, whatever, or decision. But what I'm saying is if the head coach is better than Arthur Smith was yesterday, and I think Arthur Smith's a pretty good head coach, but if he's better than he was yesterday, if – the quarterback is better than he was yesterday, and I'm not convinced in any way Desmond Ritter is great, going to be great. I, I think last week was an outlier, not the norm. If that is not the case, do they win that game? And the answer to me is no. And and that's just being fair. I mean, they did give up a bunch of yards yesterday, and Atlanta moved the football. Now, they did control the run. Good. But they did move the football to a point where they should have lost that game if Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith had their heads not shoved up their rear end. That's the point. Did Washington help contribute to that? Of course they did. I'm not trying to take away yeah, full credit from them. I'm just us. trying to point out that they, it was more, to me, mechanical error on Atlanta as opposed to us forcing the error. That's maybe that maybe I'm wrong on that though. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But but 
Sorry, I mean we got the three picks. No, you you're, I mean? you're right. You're right. I mean, I know you shouldn't. And he is a horrible quarterback. Yeah. You don't got to think about that twice. No, 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 Eddie, you, you shouldn't say sorry. You shouldn't say sorry. What I what I would say is don't expect that next week. Don't expect that against Jalen. Even though Jalen Hurts had you know one of his worst games as a pro yesterday, don't expect that in two weeks. Don't expect Daniel Jones when he comes back to the Giants lineup to do that. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. But it's unlikely. My point is, if you didn't have such bad mechanical or operating error, you probably don't win that game. I appreciate you as always. Got to run one fifty eight team nine eighty. Come back for hour number two. Jay Gruden a half an hour away and your phone call stay with us t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 